an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Bender's Bar and Grill. Hi, welcome to my limited view. I am your host, Sergio. It's Friday. It's six o'clock. It's time for happy hour here at Mutiny Radio, the happiest of the happiest hours that ever houred in the history of happy. Your super awesome guest host tonight is wearing clothes that are way too fancy here for Mutiny Radio. He's wearing a velvet jacket. He's got a velvet tongue. He's got a velvet taste for wines. Put your hands together, everybody, for your guest host, Kelly Evans. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Ah, Mutiny Radio. Hello, everybody. How are we doing tonight? Yeah? Excited? That is lackluster. Holy shit, your life... Must be miserable for that response. Fuck. I mean, what do you do all the time? Stand-up comedy. That's all we do all the time. That was a trick question. That's all we all do. We have no lives. I don't have friends. You're my friends. Please say you're my friends because... Okay, that's the response I expected. Thank you, Murad. I am alone in the world. Okay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh Here's some weird thoughts that I've been having recently. I was driving here, and uh, who else drives in the city? Everybody else drive? We got a one, two, three. Yeah, for the rest of you, anybody ride your bike? You ride your bike here? Okay, well, you know, fuck you. You don't care about the earth. That's fine. Um, the one thing I noticed when I was driving here is that uh, I feel like the the combination of signs and, like, paintings on the ground are so fucking confusing for the city. Like, I thought I was a smart person until I started driving here, and I'm like, I'm starting to question that assumption. Like, it's like some fucking, like, guy who paints road stripes failed out of art college and was like, you know what? I'm gonna be the Picasso of these fucking streets. (laughs) Of course, that's him saying it. I don't say say shit like that because it sounds awkward. I feel awkward saying it. Anyway... Um, I used to wait tables. Uh, anybody else uh, worked in the service industry? There we go. We've got, so this will be a r- relatable premise. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, I used to wait tables and um, people ask me all the time, like, what's the weirdest shit you've ever seen uh, when you worked uh, in a restaurant? You must see weird stuff all the time, right? And I was like, uh, yeah, sure. I think the dumbest thing I've ever seen uh, was I saw a table of eight uh, who got their dinner and... Uh, had no silverware. So all eight of them started eating their food with their hands. (laughs) All eight people. This is a nice restaurant. This is a nice, I'm sorry, sir, I'm sorry, this is not a a meeting. Um, I think if you're looking for Alcoholics Anonymous, it is uh, down at the Wyatts. Two more blocks, two more blocks. All right, anyway. Hi-ho silverware. Okay. Hi-ho silverware. Back to my premise. All right, we know where we're at, right? Eight people, all eight of them, eating food, trying to get the meal for free is what they were doing. Like, really? That's, it's an Italian restaurant. <laughs> Have you ever tried to eat hot lasagna with your hands? It's not very easy. It's not fucking easy at all. Uh, 
<laughs> Speaking of food, uh, working in restaurants, you get to deal with foodies all the time. I don't know if you know these people. They're very annoying. They just want to talk to you for about 30 minutes about how an avocado with salt and pepper is the most mind-blowing they've ever se- thing they've ever seen. I fucked that one up. That's fine. But you know what I'm talking about. You did somebody, anybody who wants to talk to you about food for longer than, uh, where do you want to eat? <laughs> I don't want to talk to them. But foodies are starting to become journalists now. It's not just Yelp anymore. They're making videos all of a sudden. And I saw a video the other day, and this guy's like, <clears throat> these next three restaurants are cheap, inexpensive, and they're easy on your wallet. Those are all the same thing. They're all the same. That's dumb, stupid, and not very fucking smart. You know, like, <laughs> clearly this guy did not go to Cornell. Anyway. <laughs> saying I just that's the only journalism school I know so <laughs> could have said Stanford and then somebody would have been like you know they don't have journalism there and I'd be like what the fuck do you expect from me okay Jeez. Mizzou is that what he's congratulations and here you are you've made it so far good for you all right this is a mic where I'm going to be talking shit about you the entire time no offense it's a friendly shit talking I'm just going to let you know I tend to uh, roast uh, you on your jokes. That's just how I run these things. Uh, but I smile while doing it, and it feels good. It feels good. Because I've been told I have a nice smile. Anyway, that sounds really conceited. Okay, I take it back. Is this being recorded? It is? Ah, oh, fuck. Anyway, I only got a couple more things because I want to get this going for all the people that are here. I heard this was a busy mic. What happened? <laughs> like there's, eight, there's eight of you. This is like, everybody's like, man, you got to get there early because you're not going to be able to get on. I'm like, what the fuck is going on tonight? All right. That's true. That makes sense. That makes sense. I scared them away. I usually do. Um, usually with just uh, over-sexualized... Uh, anyway, I'm, okay, I'm going to stop. It's going to stop while I am very behind. I am already very behind. Don't want to get any further. Fuck. I am also not that smart of a person. Uh, I am uh, a narc. I'm a horrible narc. Okay, I'm not so much a narc anymore. I don't want people to be scared. Please don't, like kill me. I don't know if that's what people do to narcs. I think that's what happens. Um, but like, uh, when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, especially in high school, I would just panic. I just, I had no balls. I don't know. I was just like, I was just scared all the time. Maybe that's a sexist thing to say. That's fine. I was not very good with authority, I guess is my point. Case in point, I think uh, uh, the most obvious story, when I was 15, I snuck out of my house, you know, climbed down the electrical boxes, because that's, I lived in an apartment, so we weren't very, okay, I didn't have money. Anyway, that's besides the point. Uh, snuck out of my house to meet some friends, go smoke some weed, and yeah, he knows what I'm talking about. He was there. All right. I thought you looked familiar. Um but uh, so I snuck out of my house and I thought to be inconspicuous, the best thing would be you got to stay in the shadows and, and dart from bush to bush. Um, evidently, uh, that's very fucking conspicuous when you do that, especially when you live next to a juvenile detention center, which I did. So I looked like I had escaped, or at least that's what that cop thought when he stopped me. Uh, but I didn't let him get that far because I immediately told him everything I knew. I was like, I meet my friends, Dan and Josh, uh, they're 5'8 and 5'11, uh, medium and extra large dicks. And, uh, he was like, well, I didn't need that. I was like, I, we were in track together. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. This is getting very weird uh cross country technically what did uh, you did you really what did you how was that not you as exciting miles? i know hey man i was uh i held uh 523 mile that was freshman <laughs> year baby yeah oh my God. and then <laughs> yeah and then uh i quit because that's what i do with everything that 
I get you were successful it. and you quit. What's wrong with you, Kelly Evans? I know. Why would I not want to be 125 pounds and six feet tall? I know. <laughs> I thought that was the image of sexy in today's world. You look malnourished. Fucking hot. Okay. Can you please hand me the list? I did not see who's number one, and I did the dumb mistake of making two Supri signs. All right. Uh, evens, I should say. All right. Oh, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is one of our uh, old standards here at Mutiny Radio. He's been he's been missing in action for a while, but we're happy to have him. He said he was somewhere called the East Bay. I don't. Do you know what that is? Oakland? I I don't know. I don't travel east of San Francisco. Anyway, okay, maybe that wasn't as funny as I thought it was. <laughs> Roman Leo, would you stop playing with your money and? Uh, she's Pam and you're not. I, you know, thank God. I'm kidding. Pam's great. Um, happy to be here, you guys. Uh, I wrote some stuff in this, uh, notebook. Uh, this isn't, this is my, like, new notebook. I also have a book of writing prompts that I paid $8 for. Where, yeah. It's got some good stuff in there. The first... The first one was, uh, if you were to write a message in a bottle, what would it say? And I'm just like, hi, SpongeBob. <laughs> uh, there's an illegal flock of uh, chickens on my street. I live in East Oakland. And um, well, I mean, the, the, the chickens, the, it's illegal to have roosters in the city which is like a very Bay Area thing to just be like, no men. <laughs> and I gotta say I support it because that fucker is annoying as hell. I think he's blind and insane because he just goes all day long. <laughs> Colin just almost dropped his latte and uh, I did not want to see him lick that off this carpet. Uh <laughs> Like, please, no. I wonder if uh, guys with erectile dysfunction, if their other senses get heightened. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, they're really good at conflict resolution. <laughs> I used to be blonde and uh, five years old, and... Uh, now I look like this and people are afraid of me. It's sad. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, tr I'm struggling with that. I have like resting, uh, disgust face, you know, it's just, it's, it's uh, I wish like you're smiley. I envy you dude with your smiles. Um, this is me like high energy right now. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, I still haven't figured out how to do that. Let's try energy. My name's Roman, and uh, I moved here from uh, Cleveland. I just moved here in 1998. Yeah. Moving to Oakland has uh, been fulfilling my every dream of moving to California while staying in Cleveland. It is like expensive Cleveland, you guys. I told that joke in Sunnyvale, and they booed both cities. I hate stand-up. Uh... <laughs> 
fucking i saw some guy on facebook putting out he's like putting out nice stuff he's like you have to uh or you like be funny without shitting on anyone and i'm like so many rules (laughs) um i was i was at an open mic you guys having a good open mic by the way we having a good good open mic yeah i'm just here because my father would let me talk but uh i have to pay two dollars to talk uh I was at another uh, thing, and my somebody was tackling, and uh, he's a friend, and then his name's Connor, and then Bryce was like, what, are you local? And, and I was like, he lives here. He lives. He is a local. And then Bryce called me sarcastic, and that's what it's like to hang out at open mics, you guys. I'm still thinking about three days later. I'm like, you were fucking, you said he was local, and he lived here. I think that was sarcasm. Do I even understand sarcasm? You guys, I'm never going to talk about that again. Um, so, uh, anybody here like edgy humor? Um, until what time? Let's try, try a different joke. I got to get out of here. This is sad. You know what? I, I, no, I mean, I like doing this. And then I just, at the last part is like, I never like know what to do right at the end because it's just like, why? Why does it have to? There's no end technically, you know? I know. I have, uh, I'm selling $9 packs of Indian reservation cigarettes if anybody wants. They're from Missouri and uh, selling cigarettes, you guys. Um, Not fucking with you. (laughs) All right, thank you very much. Give it up for Roman Leo. Yeah, really got to do something about the enthusiasm. And do we need alcohol? Is this why? It's because we're not at a bar. Is that why everyone's so lackluster? By the way, yeah, yeah. You know what? Maybe I just have big hands when I clap. It's just very loud. All right, that's not. It could have went a really bad direction. I realized that as I was saying it. All right. Anyway, uh, you should take a look at these cigarettes actually because they look like they were like made in someone's house. Like. Not the cigarettes themselves, like the packs. Like like they printed it on like an inkjet, you know, and like folded the pack together. It looks like a like a ten year old was enlisted in helping build these packs of cigarettes just by hand. I thought child labor was illegal, you know? Not on an Indian reservation, evidently. Not on an Indian okay. Maybe I took that too far. <laughs> anyway, all right. We're gonna keep moving. Uh your next comic. Very, very funny. Uh recently got a great haircut, looking good. Welcome, Sabrina Miller. So Kelly, uh, you said you were a waiter, right? Yeah, I years ago I too was a waiter. I was, I was a waiter, and uh, the strangest thing that ever happened to me one day there was a party of six, and they didn't split the check six ways. They didn't. They all paid together. It was the it was the before it was like the pre Venmo days, the pre PayPal days. So that's the strangest thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> you kind of get it right. You get it. All right. My name is Sabrina Miller. My preferred gender pronouns are she, her, and hers. My preferred gender insults are cunt and just cunt, as you know. Honestly, I don't mind when a guy calls me a cunt because it usually means I've just won an argument, guys. Yay. When a lot of arguments in BART stations. It's weird. It's very weird. So I'm in love. Found requited love. Doing comedy happy. What? 
tepid applause to be expected from comedians. <laughs> love changes, guys. Love changes the way you clap. Love heightens your senses. Uh, I mean, it changes. You still do the things that you do every day. You know, you still do the same things you do every morning, but you just go about them slightly differently. For instance, crossing the street. Now that I'm in love, I look both ways now, guys, before I cross the street. When I was single, it was like this. Jesus, take the wheel. Fucking, or, or don't. Your call, your call. Call the ball, Mav, call the ball. Now that I'm in a relationship, I don't dare get, I, I don't dare board a plane. I'm terrified of flying. Uh, I'm terrified because I think back on all of those conversations I had with God when I was single. You know what I'm talking about? Has anyone boarded a plane right after a really bad breakup? Anybody done that? And ever been at 35,000 feet? 35,000 feet, you're cruising, there's some turbulence, and you see a, a nun in 9C, and you start thinking to yourself, is today the day, Jesus? Is today the day that you're going to call her home to her great reward? Is today the day? Are my toothbrushing days over, Jesus? Are my butt-wiping days over? <laughs> the turbulence got really bad on this plane. It was like, I was on the edge of my seat, you know? I was like, God, what's, what's going to go down next? What's going to happen? Like, I was on the edge of my seat like the finale of, of The Sopranos, right? And the plane didn't crash. You know, we got through the turbulence, and uh, what I did is I popped a, a Xanax, and everything faded to black, just like the uh, last episode of The Sopranos. And I woke up very disappointed, questioning all my decisions. <laughs> Love changes. Uh, so I am, uh, I'm proud to be transgender, guys. Yeah. Yep, proud to be transgender. Thank you very much for the one person in the room who does not know. Now, when, pe uh, when people find out that I'm trans, uh, uh, when people find out that I'm transgender, when when uh, family or friends find out that I'm transgender, their their reactions typically fall into one of two categories. I'd say correct and incorrect. Those are the two reactions. Um, and I, you know, I accept the fact that some people are never going to accept me as a woman, no matter how much I own it on stage, off stage. They're just they're just never going to accept me. And that's fine, as, as long as they don't play the whole, like, it was the way I was raised card, sorry. Like, you know these people. This one woman, she was like, Sabrina, like, I really like you. I think you're really cool, but, like, you're not, like, a woman woman. You're not a real woman because you weren't born with a vagina. Like, real women are born with vaginas, Sabrina. If God wanted you to be a woman, like, he would have given you a vagina at birth. And, like, this, even though you've had the surgery, it's kind of going against God's plan. Sorry. It's like, sorry, not sorry, bitch, whatever. But uh, let, let's go down that logic. Let's go, let's go down that logic path here. What about, little, what about kids who were born with a cleft palate? Okay. Thanks to Operation Smile, some little boy in Somalia can get that lip reconstruction surgery, can grow up to have a normal Tinder profile, you know, can get swiped right. But... You will never hear a God-fearing Christian person ever say something like this. Well, like, I mean, yeah, that boy from Somalia is, like, smiling now. But, like, he wasn't assigned a smiler at birth. Like, you know what I mean? If, yeah, if God wanted, wanted him to be a smiler, like, he would have given him a normal lip. Just because he's had the surgery doesn't make him a real smiler. 
God, that surgery is going against God's plan. Sorry. I'm like, fuck you. Got into an argument like this with my cousin. Got heated. She called me a cunt. And I said, thank you. And I gave her a hug. And she was very confused. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you, Sabrina Miller. All right, give it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that sounds like basic white bitches. About, that's about right. That's, that's pretty much where I come from, yeah. The reason why I moved. Texas, ever been there? You should not go. You shouldn't go. Austin's all right, I guess. Thank you very much. Yeah. That's the Texas, baby. Yeah. Did you know that the, uh, the phrase for not... Um, polluting Texas is don't mess with Texas because even with something as like hippie-ish as like hey we're gonna keep the earth green we're like we're just gonna fuck you up over it, man <laughs> you litter on the ground I'll fuck your face up <laughs> all right Bubba all right anyway let's welcome up your next comic Mirage Shockey handsome gentleman Give it up for everyone's favorite AA sponsor, <laughs> Kelly Evans. Uh, you know, I'm like a lot like Roman. You know, I do really edgy comedy. You know, just a heads up, a warning. I push the boundaries of what's socially acceptable. I explore the taboos of our society and I laugh in its face. So anybody else here on OkCupid? I'm on OkCupid. I'm a premium member because I'm not fucking around. I'm looking for the one. Now, OkCupid has a premium feature called the Boost. Now, what a Boost is, for a little bit of cash, uh, you can guarantee 200 people see your profile in five minutes. Oh, what a great deal. I'm single. Maybe I could mingle. Let's give this a shot. Uh, five minutes later, not a single like. I think they need to redo the marketing on the OkCupid Boost. I think the slogan should go, for $1.99, you too can relive high school 25 times in the span of five minutes on one stoned, sad Sunday evening. Experience mass rejection on a scale never achievable without the miracles of modern science. OkCupid, sign up today, die alone tomorrow. Uh, I uh, once got a lap dance at a strip club at a truck stop in mid-Missouri. Uh, a lot of my stories don't quite line up with my boyish features or good-natured charm, uh, but I assure you this happened. Um, yeah, so it was my last day in town because I was transferring out of school, and my friend was like, hey, let's go to a strip club, to which I replied, okay. Because uh, as a very uh, painfully straight dude with a bunch of straight dude friends being aroused in close proximity to each other uh, didn't sound like my cup of tea. But I was like, all right, let's go. You know, I'd like to remember what a woman looks like, so let's give it a shot. Uh, so we go to the strip club, and my friend goes up to a stripper, and, he, and she's like, hey, uh, it's my buddy's last day in town. You want to give him a lap dance? And she goes, oh, cool. Who's got a belt? I know, that wouldn't have been uh, something I'd say at a going away party either. But turns out, my friend had a belt. So the uh, stripper bends me over on stage, and already I'm like, is this what a lap dance is? I don't know a lot about strip clubs, but uh, neither of us are dancing right now. Uh, so she starts whipping me, and uh, there is a threshold of pain that when you cross it, uh, screaming becomes involuntary. Uh, and I was trying to muffle it, so but instead of it coming out normal, like, ah, it came out like, ah, it was like this, like, muffled little, like, banshee scream. 
at this lovely establishment. So then she was done. Uh, I was not into it. You know, I'm a pretty vanilla guy. I don't really like pain to be part of my uh, fun, sexy times. But uh, she leads me up to another floor. And I was like, wait a second. I thought you were just going to sit in my lap, swirl your hair around, put your tits in my face for a second. We were call it a day. Uh, no, she leads me up to this floor full of beds. And all these beds have curtains around them. And she throws me onto one of these beds and she says to me, okay, darling, you can touch whatever's not between my legs. Jesus Christ, lady. What's between your legs? It's a fucking rusty bear trap. Is the Necronomicon some demo demonic shit going on? We summon in Beazelbub, King Pyman, Lord of the Underworld. What is between your legs? Oh, a vagina. Yeah, no, I'm good, dude. Uh, believe it or not, touching a random stripper's cooch at a truck stop strip club in the middle, middle of Missouri uh, was not on my bucket list. And uh, the bald security guy sticking his head through the curtain, kind of killing the mood, you know? <laughs> Uh, you learn a lot of valuable lessons in the desert. Uh, let me back up. I'm Egyptian. I uh, head back to the motherland every year, and we always do this uh, little road trip up from Cairo to the north coast for the pretty beaches. Uh, and it's just desert. You won't even see a fucking cactus. It's just sand and limestone as far as the eye can see. Like, you'll see some shit, like five people living in a one-room limestone hut, and it was like, dog, there was a KFC and water 40 minutes down the road? Couldn't you have moved the hut a little closer. I don't think you're going to bump it into any zoning permit issues. No, nah, no. Nah. All right. Punching down. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so we need to make a, a little pit stop. So we come up to a uh, rest stop slash zoo. Now let's break this down. Zoos are depressing in the first world. You know, pretty trees, nice facilities, but the spark in that tiger's eye is dead. It looks depressed and jobless like many of us here today. Second part, rest stops. No one's ever fallen in love at a rest stop. Name the first three things you can think of when you think of a rest stop. I'll go first, F fast food, meth, and hand jobs. So let's go in. So uh, we pass by an emaciated starving lion, a monkey that might have actually been crying, and then we come up to the petting zoo, and the petting zoo's got three animals. A camel on one side, a mule on the other, and in the middle, a mule with a hump on its back. And as 11-year-old uh, Murad stared into Quasimulo's eyes, he realized uh, there's no moral to this story. Uh, sometimes shit is just fucked. Anyway, thank you very much. My name is Murad Chucky. Nice. I like the music in between uh, him uh, finishing his set and me walking up. Can I do that? Can we do the uh, Save by the Bell, though? Can we do the theme for that? No, I've just always wanted to have that in the background of my life that's all all right anyway i also i dated a stripper once i saw your your you know strippers they're not all like that i mean they're all horrible they're all horrible people for the most part uh no i'm sure there's like a stripper with a heart of gold i don't want to be mean it's possible right um but the one i dated uh just had a heart of cocaine just mostly cocaine because she just did that much cocaine so much it's unbelievable. Anyway, uh, I'm going to keep it moving because we have some more comics uh, to listen to. Uh, I want to welcome up your next comedian. Um, last name uh, or middle name, I'm still trying to figure out. So we'll just uh, we're, we're going to wing it. I'm going to wing it. Aaron, yeah, but dab it, do motherfucker. I don't know, man. Lewis, Aaron Lewis. Let's just go. I'm going to drop the middle name. Are you Greek? I know you haven't lived in the Bay Area for, I don't know how long you've lived in the Bay Area, but it's very Thislamic. It's Yarda Boo Boo, okay? Listen to a Mac Dre album, you fucking plebeian. 
okay. Uh, I've had a hard time writing stuff recently, and I realize if I'm gonna be a great writer, I gotta drink like a great writer. But I want to write some modern shit, okay? That that means I can't drink like those old-timey, old Nobel Prize, 1920 Paris writers. Like, just a whole bottle of absinthe a day isn't enough, okay? If I'm going to be a new 21st century great writer, then I need to drink like a 21st century great writer. So I've been butt-chugging Four Locos, okay? I know how people, old people I've met in the past, they're hard on our generation, and they always talk shit, and I thought they were full of shit until our generation grew up, and I looked around at my group of friends, and I was like, what happened, guys? We were supposed to be butt-chucking Four Locos, and you guys all sold out. What happened to the heart? What happened to the ambition? You sellouts. I was showing my mom how to like butt chug recently because it's frugal. Like you save money on it. I was like, yeah, mom. Like I had my like legs behind my ears. I was giving her the whole rundown. And I was like, mom, you got to arc it. You just got to arc it, mom. You got to arc it, mom. She said, wow, I still have no respect for you. But it's a lot better than your brother pussy chugging some Budweiser. I was like, Mom, that's fucked up. You can't make jokes like that anymore, all right? He paid a lot of money for that pussy. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I was talking to a friend about butt chugging. Like, I was like, oh, man, you remember that camping trip we took? When all like 20 of us butt chug together at Big Sur on that cliff. He was like, you were literally the only one that did that. No one else did that. You kept on trying to convince us to do that. And it ruined our night. In fact, we didn't even invite you. You invited yourself. And it ruined the whole trip. So don't call me again. I was like, all right, mom. <laughs> fuck. It's the last time I give you a fucking expo on butt chugging. <sighs> fuck. I may have a drinking problem, but I'm not sure yet, though. I mean, I haven't fallen enough yet. I just put on this shirt today, and I fucking... Do you see this all? There's like a bunch of scratch marks on my back and my girlfriend were like was like, Are you fucking someone else? And I was like, No, no. And I like literally told her the most ridiculous excuse. Which was true though. I was just like, no, I was just like I was at Jack in the Box and I literally ate so many jalapeno poppers and when I got up, like the weight in my stomach just fucking carried me forward and I fucking skinned my back inside of jack-in-the-box yeah she did not believe that and neither do I uh, yeah 
I'm trying to think of a. This is all recent shit. Uh, I don't want to be a dad, but I really want to like come in someone's pussy. Um, but like people think I'd be a bad dad. I don't know why. It's definitely not all the shit I just told you about butt chugging. Um, but like, it, I'd be a good dad though, you know. I'd give him to a straight. Like, I'd be like, yo, don't talk shit to people because they're going to fuck you up. But also, if they refuse to pick up dog shit, I'd show them an ISIS beheading video and be like, look, I don't want to do this, but if you don't pick up dog shit, you're getting deported over there. And that's going to happen. And that is my time. Thank you very much. Thank you, Aaron. Not going to try to say it. Um, still doing the music? Are we going to fade it out? All right, there we go. I'm ready to go. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I lost momentum. Uh, Aaron, uh, what did your mom do to you, man? <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's a lot you're not telling us. I don't know. Very nice lady. I have my doubts. I have my doubts. I feel like Four Loco is the adult version of Code Red Mountain Dew. It's like, that's just, that's the evolution, you know? Anyway, all right, we're going to keep it moving. I want to welcome up your next comic, who I completely forgot, honestly. Oh, ah, there he is. Thank you for making it known. Let's welcome up. Uh, he's got a great show at the SF Eagle. Uh, you should definitely check it out. The open mic is three times a month, but the first Wednesday or the last? First Wednesday is a showcase. Go check it out. Very, very funny. Colin Holtz. I am uh, I'm very tired. I was at work, and uh, it's at my job. I'm, I'm a waiter with another guy who I can't stand to work with. Like, uh, he's a guy who... I think torture would work if they locked people in a room with him. Like, it's fucking terrible. I don't... I don't like working with him at all. He somehow makes all of the money without doing any of the work. I feel like I am in a school group project again. Just, like, picking up all the pieces that he's leaving out. Yep. He's also uh, like a fucking living, breathing clickbait article for all the parties he's gone to the night before. <laughs> he's just like, oh, dude, Stacy showed up and you won't believe what happened next. <laughs> it's like, uh, and if you weren't there, you don't have the option to just like read the headline and move on. He'll just tell you. She was like, uh, her ex-boyfriend was there and like, oh my God, it was so... The way he tells it, it sounds like there was 30 minutes of drama, but if you were at the party, it was like, oh, Stacy showed up and then she and her ex-boyfriend set healthy boundaries <laughs> like at the party and everything was fine. But, uh, so that's that guy. Um... 
You guys ever heard of a sapiosexual? It's, I had to look it up. It's someone who is attracted to people who are smart. Like, uh, excuse me, let me get my monocle out. Do I want my dick sucked? No, I want my mind blown. Come on, slob on my nog. I mean it. All right, lick my head, come on. The brain is the biggest sex organ you have. You know what I love? Seeing someone with a nice veiny head. It's how you know they got a big one. I can only get off to porn that takes place in a library or a college. All right. It's fucking educated. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, what is that? Is that a wastebasket full of tissues? No, I call that my brain bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Let's role play. I don't want to play doctor. I want to play neurosurgeon. Your MRIs came and so did I. <laughs> Let's play zombie. You be you and I'll be me. Put this helmet on full of spaghetti and red jello. Because I'm going to eat your brain. <laughs> All right. It's fucking sexiest brain, bitch. Ugh. Um, yeah, we're going to lose steam here. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm sorry. Are you attracted to people who are physically fit? Pfft. Come on, man. I went to a gym. Those people are morons. They think muscles have memory. Like, oh, shit. I asked my muscles a question and they can't remember anything. This guy was like, that's because they haven't done anything to remember. Worth remembering. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm so fucking tired. <sighs> Just fucking this up. Here we go. Tight. No dead air. Let's just keep talking. Don't give the people anything to not listen to. Because saying something is totally worth more than not saying anything, right? No, it's definitely not right. Oh. Sometimes I put peanut butter on my temples and I let the dog lick it off. <laughs> oh, that's it. <laughs> Thank you, thank you very much. Colin Holtz. There we go. Nice. Didn't you have to ask for the applause? You can feel the energy in the room now, right? It's brimming. We are brimming with energy, especially Colin right now. Somebody get that man a Red Bull, please. Are you okay? Because you sound like you're in pain, man. All right. Well, Colin's going to go to sleep at 830 tonight, you know? While the sun's still out. Is there anything more depressing than going to sleep when the sun is still out? You're like, you feel very unaccomplished. You're like, I, or Mormon. I don't know. One or the other. No? Nobody? You like the Mormons? Good for you. All right? I mean, they're nice people. I'm not, I don't want to. Cole, you look like a Mormon. Like, you could be Mormon. Like, you, 
have the underwear on right now, you know? Have you seen the special underwear? It's... Yeah. No, I don't want to see your underwear. Nope, nope. This is Mutiny Radio. We don't promote sexual harassment at all on Mutiny Radio. All right, just clarifying. This is being recorded right now. Anyway. No, no, no. Uh, Mormons have a special underwear. They're magical underwear. Does anybody do not know what this is? Oh, God. Look it up on Google right now. I want you, not now, because we have more comedy to do. But after you leave here, look it up. It's the most wonderful thing you've ever seen. Uh, and buy a pair. I did, you know. That's why not, you know. Make it, I like role play is what I'm saying. Anyway, we're going to keep moving now. Uh, oh, my God. I fucking blanked on it. Thank you very much. It's very new to the room. Uh, how many times have you been here? physically here three times all right so actually not that new but still relatively new to comedy doing a great job uh let's give him a round of applause welcome to kyle morrissey i should have just said zero times um kelly you ran cross country you ran cross country i ran cross country you were six foot and like 125 with a what five minute mile? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, I was 5'11, 120, and I sucked. <laughs> That's like a double whammy when you like look anorexic and you're also terrible. So, like, um, let's see. I'm just going to jump right into it. Um, I don't, I'm not a fan of autocorrect. Um, uh, for two reasons, I think it's presumptuous. Uh, my phone's confidence and its ability to uh, assume it knows what I want to say is just its a little too high. Like, I, I don't really want an aloof smartphone device. Um, I'll give you an example. I was, uh, I was talking to my two buddies today over a group text about uh, the new Star Wars trailer that came out today. Did you guys see it? Did you catch it? Uh, well, if you didn't, at the end, it cuts to black. And then there is a, a very evil but familiar sounding laugh. And it uh, turns out it's, it's, it's the Emperor, the one from the original saga, uh, Emperor Palpatine, who, if you remember, died. And uh, my buddy goes, yeah, I didn't realize Palestine was still hanging in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, my second reason for hating autocorrect is because it doesn't know how to comment on geopolitical conflicts intelligently. Um, let's see. I'm looking for a job right now at uh, one of these big like tech companies downtown uh, because data management optimization platforms are my passion. Um, <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's actually a little harder for a white guy to get work than you might assume. And... Um, I'll tell you why. It's usually because I have to start off every interview with them asking me, don't you already work here? Um, it's like, no. It's like, you're not one of the sales guys? It's like, no, I just thought wearing Patagonia might not be a bad idea. Um, but uh, I, I, I stopped specifying my race and my gender on, uh, my on the application forms online, which is a totally honest thing to do. But I just want to create a bit of a buffer for when they finally see me and they're like, we have too many of you like what's your name Kyle yeah we definitely have too many Kyles um but we'll see how it goes uh I have a question for you guys um when when global warming scientists like come out and they're like hey uh at the rate we're going we only have 12 years left does that motivate any of you uh to do anything at all I'm gonna take the, I'm gonna take this as a no 
Okay. Uh, that's the same, same with me. Um, I hear a number like that and I'm just like, I'm checking out. It's like, that doesn't light a fire under my ass. Um, I mean, like if anything, it just makes me want to keep doing what I was doing already, which is not really trying, except now I won't feel bad about other people having a better time than me. Uh, uh, it's like, Oh, we have 12 years to live. Cool. I don't have FOMO anymore. Like, that's great. Like 12 years, no FOMO, uh, better than saving the planet, but having to watch your friends post shit about their weddings online. Um, I mean, like I see people on, you know, like people post on like social media, be like, uh, uh, I woke up at 4.30 a.m. this morning so I could go to the gym for two hours before I started getting ready for work. What are you doing? I'm like waiting for someone to tell me none of that shit's going to matter. Um, but hey, since you're up that early, why don't you figure out a way to solve climate change with your stupid drop shipping company? Um, let's see. I, so like, I don't, I don't have the balls to kill myself. That's, that's the thing. Like when I see someone on Twitter, who's like, are we heading towards another civil war? I'm like, are you not a little interested in that premise? Like that would be crazy. Uh, when I was a kid and I was like running around at the park, I would just imagine machine guns shooting at me from the bushes. So I would feel adrenaline and run faster. That just sounds like evolution. Um, there's nothing unnatural about that at all. Um, let's see. I, I went to Europe recently. Uh, and in, in Europe, churches are cool. Like I'm excited to go into churches and be respectful when I'm in Europe. Cause I was raised Catholic and I don't really think about that stuff much. Um, but we looked at a lot of paintings in these churches and it made me realize, like, I really feel like they're just making this shit up as they go along. Like, I don't think the Catholic church aged very well. Um, the best, the best example I can think of is, is, is INRI. Uh, which is that like logo above Jesus's cross. I remember, uh, my teacher in school being like, like INRI, what does that translate to? Uh, Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. What are you, an idiot? And, uh, that's like getting pulled over by the police and saying my license plate says I drive really fast, but please don't pull me over. Um, but, uh, I just imagine like a Roman being like any last words. And he's like, yeah, can I get a vanity plate for my model T? All right, I'm done. <laughs> Give it up for Kyle Morrissey. He's got to run. Right, wait, before you go, Kyle, I just want to say, uh, you know, has anyone ever told you you look like you should be like you're missing from a Renaissance fair? Like, you know, like you've got the look of a, like you've got the facial hair of a person who like wears a bow and arrow, like just, you know, like a green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, I, it, both, just the general thing. It's the whole thing, really. I'm, a man out of time. Anyway, thank you very much. God, have a good night. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, let's keep it moving. Thank you, Roman, for your your wares. Huh? Wink, wink. All right. Anyway, nothing. He's not doing anything illegal. Nobody. <laughs> All right. Just to let you know, uh, if you haven't already figured it out, I am high. I am very high right now, which is why. I keep forgetting your name, so I know who you are, okay? We've talked. I don't, well, I don't know all of you, so yeah, we'll meet each other later on. <laughs> all right, but I do know the next person because this next comic, he's a household name at Mutiny Radio and other places. Let's welcome Luke Moore. All right. Hey, make some noise. 
Nah, don't make that noise. Don't make that noise. Make this noise. Ha ha. All right, ready? Go. All right, all right, good job. Um, let's see here. Uh, uh, oh, before I get started, does anybody here have a wall charger? I need to charge my walls. Okay. Now, I'm not like most girls, okay? Because I'm not a girl. Um, okay, uh, a little something about myself. Uh, I used to be addicted to Coke. Coca-Cola. But, you know, now I try to live a healthy life. I eat healthy things. I eat hearts. Artichoke hearts. <laughs> and I eat babies. Baby spinach. But, you know, here and there I do have a cheat day, you know. And I do eat dogs. Pomeranians. <laughs> um, let's get to know you guys a little bit. Who here is in the service industry? Thank you for your service. <laughs> uh, does anybody here work in uh, cell phones? Thank you for your service. Uh, does anybody in here work in customer service? Fuck you. <laughs> does anybody here play tennis? Thank you for your serves. Does anybody here uh, install like granite countertops and stuff like that? Thank you for your surfaces. Uh, does anybody... <laughs> Is, it, is anybody here a girl or a woman? Thank you for your cervix. Uh, is, <laughs> does anybody here, uh, is anybody here like a, gr a grizzly bear and like they like to ride tricycles or like unicycles rather? Thank you for your circus. Sis. Okay. Uh, I'm just trying to get to know you guys a little bit. Uh, does anybody here work at a diner? Thank you for your syrup. Okay. Does anybody here uh, drink promethazine recreationally? Thank you for your scissor. Um, uh, okay. So, is anybody here? Uh, is anybody here a beach boy? Thank you for your surfing. Surfing USA. Okay. Let's see here. Does anybody play Call of Duty? Thank you for your service, sir. Um, is anybody here enlisted in our armed forces? Good for you. Okay. I have this idea for a, um, this character. I'm doing it. Let me just try out this character on you. It's called Darth Vedder. Luke, I am your father. Together. <laughs> We can rule the galaxy. Okay. Thank you. Um, I have this idea for uh, an Eddie Vedder alarm clock. Okay. Wake up. Wake up. Thank you. Um, I didn't see a light ever, but I'm gonna get off stage. <laughs> Is Kelly here? Uh, Kelly's not even here. I'm a, I'm ruining it. That's okay. You know what? I'm just gonna do a different. I'm gonna do like 
20 more jokes then. Okay. Um, you know what? You know, I, the thing is, like, I like jokes, kind of, but I really just, like, I don't really like setups. I just like punchlines. So I got, uh, like, a bunch of punchlines. Do you want to hear them? All right. So uh, <clears throat> more like, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> All right. More like follow your nightmares. Okay. Uh, more like Star Shrek, right? Okay. No setups, just punchlines. Uh, more like Robert Downey Syndrome. Right. Hey, you know what? More like Asperger's in game, right? Avengers in game. Anyways. Uh, fuck, I, I did a setup. Um, <laughs> kind of. Okay, okay. I got one more punchline. Okay. This is a good one, okay? You have to really fucking visualize this, okay? More like uh, Cubic Footing Jr. Okay. Kelly, I'm done with him. I'm done. Thank you very much, Luke. Always leave him wanting more. Huh? Ah, uh, no? Okay, well. Yeah, you got it. Thank you. Puns, the lowest form of comedy, all right? Even below shit jokes. Oh, yeah, there we go. Actually, before I... <laughs> Pam just said the most hilarious thing I've heard today. Maybe you won't think it's funny, but I think it's fucking funny. She said, uh, some people want to paint uh, Muni Radio for free, and she's like, uh, but I like this place. It looks like a shithole. It's my aesthetic. Shithole is my aesthetic. That's... I want to put that on her Facebook. I am high. That's... Also, I just smoked one of those Indian cigarettes, uh, which I think might have smallpox. I think that's... <laughs> They're getting us back, you know? They're like, don't vaccine your kids? Good fucking luck. Okay. All right. Anyway, we're going to welcome up your next comic. Another. How long have you been uh, doing comedy, man? Like two months. Two months? Fucking great for two months, man. You've been killing it, dude. Uh, let's welcome up Vishal Call. Keep it going for Kelly. Keep it going for Mutiny Radio. Uh, I want to do some material, but I also wrote a story on the way over here. I want to do material. Uh, hey, a little bit about me, a little bit about myself. Uh, people tell me that I look like I should be in a rom-com as the diverse best friend. <laughs> and you know what I tell those assholes? Tell them that I say, go get her, tiger. <laughs> uh, Y'all know that like one friend that you have that just isn't good on drugs, just not good on drugs, that fucking loser? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I am so like that. I'm so not good on drugs that I am not good on the weakest of all drugs. You know, the one that's kind of getting legal now. Uh, some people do it every day. Uh, coffee. Uh, I don't know. Like, caffeine is such a crazy drug. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's not like a drug drug, so you can't make excuses for the stuff that you do on it. Like, even with alcohol, you can be like, oh my God, I am so sorry that I took my shirt off and danced at your party when Pony by Genuine came on. I am just not good on tequila, but this won't happen again. But you can't be like, I am so sorry that I took my shirt off and danced when Pony by Genuine came on shuffle at work this morning. <laughs> I am just not good on Folgers. <laughs> And this probably will happen again, because that is just me. Uh, I'm proud to say that in my life, I, with two other people, was in a fight. That's right. Which means I got beat up. <laughs> 
Uh, and I'm going to tell you what happened, and you might get a little bit sad. You might get a little bit sad, but I promise everything's fine, but just stay with me. Don't get sad. Everything's going to be fine. Stay with me. What happened was I was walking with my girlfriend, and some guy's cat called her. Horrible, right? I know. And I really wanted to show her what a man I was. So this is what I said. I was like, hey, babe, you know what I'm going to do for you right now? For you, I am going to walk away. <laughs> I'm going to walk away because I am a modern man and I believe that violence solves nothing. That is my belief as a modern man. Uh, I was like, come on, babe, let's go. I'll get you a hot dog. It'll be fine. And by that, I mean, I'll order the hot dog and you pay for it because I'm also a feminist. <laughs> And I think that she should pay for her own hot dogs. I am just that woke. I'm woke as shit. Uh, but she wasn't as woke as me. Uh, she said something about being a vegetarian. <laughs> and then uh, uh, she was like, you should defend my honor. And I was like, I am not qualified. <laughs> I am not a samurai or a judge. <laughs> but I was like, fine, I got to do this thing anyway. So fuck. So this is, this is what I did. This was my move. I was like... Hey, boys, you can't say that. <laughs> Did you notice my hand on my hip? That is a power pose. <laughs> Turns out power poses do work. It works so well that instead of just one of them coming over to fight me, all of them did because they thought I was so strong and powerful. I'll spare you the details of the kerfuffle, but you can probably guess how I did, given I called it a kerfuffle. <laughs> uh, but afterwards, she was so upset. She was like, why would you do that? And I was like, I was defending your honor. But I was like crying and shit. <laughs> and she was like, from now on, I'm going to defend my own honor. And so she maintained her honor by dumping me. I said, don't get sad. It's okay. It's okay. Stay with me. Stay with me. It's okay. It's very tragic, though, because she later uh, died. Stay with me. She died uh, in a joust. It was worth it for me. All right. <laughs> I'll leave you guys with this. Um, you know how, like, there are, are, like, sports, but then there are also, like, sports? Like, uh, football is a sport. NASCAR is a sport. Basketball is a sport. Bowling is a sport. Uh, soccer is a sport. Cheerleading is also a sport, but that's just because my girlfriend's a cheerleader and she would get super mad at me if she heard me say otherwise. Yeah, my girlfriend is a cheerleader for the San Francisco High School Bobcats. Go Wildcats, go Bobcats. I am just kidding, I'm just kidding. I don't date high schoolers, guys. Uh, I just have one night stands with them like an adult. <laughs> that's my time, give it up for Kelly Evans. Uh, Muni Raider uh, neither supports nor denies that uh, we're, we don't believe in anything that he's saying. So just don't. He does not speak for the rest of us. Okay. Should have went with the story, you know? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> although I do find it funny that uh, your way of starting a fight is like saying, hey, boys, like you're some temptress from a uh, movie in the 1940s. Like, 
Anyway, all right. Well, let's keep it moving. Your uh, your next comic is uh, is very angry, and I don't know. You know, I don't think he has. He's got a. Anyway, I'm not gonna talk shit about him. I like Matthew Quirk. Let's welcome up Matthew Quirk. He's gonna he's gonna make you think. Uh, if you read between the lines on that last set, he got his ass kicked by a couple of high school kids. I bet you're pretty good at it, too. Putting the pose and poser over there with that power thing. Uh, anyways, um, so uh, in keeping with your weekly news update, I don't know if you guys know, but the Trump administration just got real woke. Uh, apparently, they have a mantra, and their mantra is that uh, science is a democracy. Right. Brilliant, right? That's two things that they deny together. (laughs) They don't believe in either of them. Anyway, yeah, that's true. Look it up. They uh, canceled uh, laws about uh, mountain topping for for fracking because science is a democracy, and I guess they took a vote, and here we are. Anyway, in keeping with newsworthy shit, uh, you libtards, I think, got a little too harsh with Fox News. They uh, accidentally printed that uh, Trump was closing the border to the three Mexican countries, and you guys jumped all over them for that. You guys know it was a typo. They meant shithole countries. (laughs) Shitole, if you're in the know. Shitole countries. Uh, anyway, read between the lines, guys. Cocaine's going to get a lot more expensive real soon, okay? They're closing the border. Stock up. Stock up. Anyway, keeping with newsworthy shit, as I do, uh, windmills cause cancer, guys. Have you heard? Yeah, you libtards, it's the fucking greenhouse gases. You said it yourselves. Clean, cold, dirty air. We're all getting cancer. Anyway, Trump also said that if you live near a windmill, the, uh, the value of your home goes down by 85%. And uh, yeah, uh, proving once and for all that there are no windmills in San Francisco, right? That shit's not being held down for one fucking second. That's right, Mr. President. We have wind turbines around here. Turbines in 2019. Uh, anyway, I think someone should tell President Quixote that uh, fighting with windmills is a bad look. It's a bad look. It does not look good. Anyway, I tell you, cocaine is going to get more expensive. You guys heard that? Okay, good. It's important news for the Muni Radio family. Uh, anywho, in keeping with newsworthy shit, as I do, uh, have you guys uh, heard about the new abortion laws coming through? Alabama passed a new is trying to pass a new abortion law, giving women a jail sentence if they get an abortion from ten to ninety nine years. It's nicknamed the death sentence for women, and it's real. That's not I'm, that's not the funny part yet. <laughs> Uh, not to be outdone, Texas is actually trying to pass a death sentence for women who get an abortion. And it's not the funny part yet. So could someone please explain to me how any of this shit is pro-life? 
Explain it to me like I'm a five-year-old, okay? Break it down. Uh, anyway, I feel this is all so, all these punishments are so women-centric in this abortion thing, right? We should get something for the guys. Like all the guys who feel this way politically, they should wear that sock they have under their bed. Uh, you know, like a really sticky ascot or a smelly-ass kerchief, like really show their beliefs out there. And by the way, ladies, um... I finally solved the mystery of what happens to that mismatched sock in the laundry. It's uh, menswear, if you will. Your guy's fucking it, is what I'm saying, if you haven't caught on. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, so uh, I'm, I'm glad to hear that there's some, some pushback on this uh, leaving Neverland Michael Jackson thing. I don't think you people realize how badly the silence Michael Jackson thing has affected the roller disco community. <laughs> And I even got an argument with one of my virtue signaling friends about like, hey, I support the victim. I support the victim. Uh, okay, support the victim. And leave us the Jackson 5, okay? Could you leave us the Jackson 5? Damn, that's woke, guys. Matthew Quirk, thank you very much. Making us all feel much better about the world around us. I am terrified. I'm sorry I couldn't laugh at your jokes. I was too busy texting my dealer. I was like, is it really going to get more expensive? <laughs> Fuck. Can you put me on a layaway program? I don't have enough money to pay all at once. Is that like we do monthly installments? Okay, maybe not. Uh, all right. Uh, your next comic, uh, he's been a great guy, very funny. Uh, he's got a youthful face. You would never guess that he was Filipino. I don't know why that's important. I don't know. Well, uh, you can take the boy out of Texas, but you can't take the racist out of the boy. Okay, anyway. Thank you very much for clapping at that, fam. Uh, welcome up, Hunter Uniac. Still fucked it up. Keep it going for Kelly Evans, getting my last name right. It's very hard. It is. Matthew Quirk, I'm kind of mad at you. You didn't explain why cocaine's raising in price. Like I was on toes. Like, where's the fucking joke with that shit? <laughs> Kelly and I aren't gonna hang out anymore. What? Oh, okay, okay. Shit. Maybe I should have paid attention. That's bad. <laughs> I um, got a girlfriend, guys. Really excited about that. Yeah, I treat her like a goddess. You know, and I'm an atheist, which means I don't believe in her. That's fun. Everyone wants to be treated like a goddess, but they don't know what that means. You know, like, I told her I'm treated like a goddess. I went down and started a crusade for her and sacked a fucking Sephora. You know? I'll find a punchline for that bit. That's okay. It's all right. I don't believe human beings are as smart as we think we are. I don't. You guys know it took seven people, seven scientists, to invent the fucking squeegee? Yeah, it took seven PhDs to, make, to invent the tool that uh, homeless people use to attack your windshields with. It's just fucking insane. It is. Like, it took seven guys. It's crazy. It took them 100 years to do this shit, too. It took them 100 years to invent the fucking squeegee, which means the guy who originally came up with the idea didn't live long enough to see his invention come to fruition, which is kind of sad. I hope on his deathbed, his last words to his piece of shit son were, perfect the squeegee. <laughs> you know, and then he died. Like, that's his fucking rosebud. It sucks. And all, what they did after a hundred fucking years they came up with was, fuck it, let's, sta let's staple on like a, a rubber blade to a skinny red dildo and call it a win for humanity. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> it's weird though, guys. It is. I um, to my mom's birthday a couple of days ago. 
you know, and I bought for her for her birthday uh, the movie Mrs. Doubtfire. Fucking great movie, right? It was actually a very important movie because like, it was the first uh, film we ever saw as mother and child together. And uh, what she fails to realize is Mrs. Doubtfire is a story of a failure as a father dressing in drag and then succeeding as a mother. So I pretty much just threw the DVD case under her bed and I was like, anybody can do your fucking job. Stop being so knobby about it. That's not even a word, guys. Okay. It's all right. Though. She works for BART. That's kind of cool. She's a station agent. You know, which means she's one of the people who's on the, the little booth, and whenever you don't pay for your ticket, she gives you a thumbs up on the way in. You know, you guys aren't laughing because it's funny. You're laughing because she's a fucking hero. You know, it's cool, though. It's hard communicating with your mom when she's a stage age for Bart because her voice sounds a little bit like this. It's just... You're my least favorite child. That'll be 450 for fair evading. All right. I, um, all those guys, let's do a little riffing. I start. I got a new job today. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Don't applaud because that means I have two jobs. You know, that kind of sucks. I work at, um, Bill Graham now. That's why I have this fucking wristband, which is really stupid because it means you have like, it looks like I paid for a ticket to go to my own fucking job. You know, it's weird though. I, I, I'm doing right now. What I'm doing is I'm like going into all these green rooms of these, um, big millionaire musicians and like putting out their waters and shit for them like stocking up their stuff yeah i shat in every single one of those bathrooms and didn't flush what's up are you a millionaire musician there we fucking go what's your address i will find your bathroom and shit in it for you probably the only reason is because i was able to do that is because i'm broke and i've been eating beans and rice for the past fucking week that's disgusting. I know it is. That's okay. I um, What's some other new shit I was talking about? Let's do this. I work at Five Guys. It's a piece of shit job. It means half of my coworkers are illegal immigrants, so they don't speak English. And the other half of my coworkers are high schoolers, so they speak even less English. <laughs> That's fun. I, I don't like my fucking uh, my coworkers. Like, it's kind of bad. Like, I have resting bitch face. You know, and like it was really bad one day where I was like staring out in the sun and this Asian guy who was trying to order, he was like 60 years old, he looked at me and go, what the fuck are you doing with your face? I don't like where you're staring at me. Fucking stormed out the room. All right. 30 minutes later, I want to take my lunch. I got a minute left. I don't have time to do this fucking joke. Point is, I, um, my point is my, uh, one of my coworkers called me Gringo El Diablo. Uh, I work so much better when I have five minutes to do that shit. It's all right. Well, guys, just think I'm hilarious. That's my time. Keep it going for Kelly Evans. Thank you. Thank you. Let's give it up for Hunter. Uniac. Uniac. Got second time's a charm. Um, all right. Well, let's just keep it moving. Uh, we have several more people. I just want to say this beforehand. Uh, I've you know met a lot of newer comics in the last few weeks, and I uh, love the support. Just always showing up, always clapping, great energy. You know, maybe today's not the best example, but you know, generally speaking, I'm just. <laughs> it's hard to laugh when you've got a sandwich in your mouth. Uh, well, you try harder. Anyway, to, as an audience member, as an audience member, I would never insult. And their comic stylings to their face. Anyway, all right, let's keep it moving. <laughs> We're going to welcome up a uh, very funny guy. Uh, let's give a hand for Cody Abe. Yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, wait, let me take a look at my notes real quick. My bad. Um, so, uh, I used to like laugh tracks. I used to. Um, it was a thing that I liked in the past. 
uh, until uh, I used to like them until uh, one day I was hanging out with my girlfriend. Uh, we were Netflix and chilling, meaning that I was watching Netflix and she was on the other side of the couch chilling uh, because she's because we couldn't afford heat that month. Um, so we're doing that, right? Uh, we're watching a show, a little little known show called Friends. I don't know if you've heard of it. Uh, great show. Uh, no one knows. No. Okay. Uh, anyways, so uh, we're we're actually just on our phones because we're uh, uh, millennials, right? We we don't watch TV. We just sit on our phones. We're on our phones, um, and then uh, I hear something uh, from the TV. Come from the TV. It's a little. <laughs> it's a. It's the laugh track. And then instinctually, uh, I go, <laughs> and I hear her do that too. Then we look at each other. Uh, I look at her. She looks at me. I look at her. She looks at me. And then we say, and then uh, and, I, and I say, do we do we just did that did that just happen? And it's like, and she says, uh, yeah. And then I'm like, uh, what well, what just happened? And I'm like, but uh. Laugh rape, and she's, uh, no, no, I'm sorry, no, uh, uh, that, that, that was, uh, I fucked that up so hard, it was supposed to be, laugh rape, super funny, oh shit, uh, yeah, super funny, that was super funny, uh, n totally not rape at all, I'm sorry, that was, uh, fuck, oof, Yeah, and then th that got me thinking, like, that shit's so stupid, laugh tracks, that I, I laughed without my consent, and I was thinking, what 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 would happen if uh, what would happen if I like if that, if that were applied to something else? Like what 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 happened if it were applied to like a restaurant or some shit? Or like oh yeah, our food is super gross, but the, the chef will come out right on the side of you and be like, mmm, as you're fucking eating a, a a literal pile of turd. You're just and then the chef goes, mmm, and you're just like, oh, fuck, no, that, that, that makes it totally fucking digestible, right? No, that's still, that's still fucking bad. Uh, what, what, what would happen, or like, what would happen if you were like, uh, I don't know, fucking, uh, uh, running a race, like, uh, oh, shit, Kyle's not here anymore, I was gonna, <laughs> like, running a race, like, Kyle, Kelly passes him, and he's just like, Hey, you're doing good. And then Kyle's like, I'm, I'm still fucking last, man. <laughs> uh, well, I'm just kind of riffing off the top of my head right now. Uh, any, uh, what else do I have? Oh, so I like being a third wheel. I really enjoy being a third wheel. It's something that I like to do, you know? Uh, I do it a lot with people that I'm really close with, uh, usually close with both, uh, both of the parties involved. And... I mean, you know, sometimes you sometimes you're like only friends with like one of them, right? And then it becomes awkward. But I'm I usually I'm friends with both of them most of the time. And that's when I like being. That's when I shine, right? That's when I fuck with them. No, no, not like fuck with them. Like I mess with them. I mess with them. I mess with them. Uh, yeah. And then uh, you know how I mess with them? You guys want to know how I mess with them? I fuck one of them. <laughs> so I guess if you could you could say that. If I fuck with people, then I'll fuck with people, and then fuck people, those people, yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, and uh, what else? Uh, so, 
um, I grew up with a single mother. I uh, love her very much. One thing she never did, uh, like most Asian parents, is uh, beat me. And that's because she spent most of her time, uh, you know, raising us, being a good mother, doing all she could to uh, support us uh, in every way that she could. Um, so I did anything. Uh, I, I did something. I did. I did the thing that uh, you know any rational uh, human being would do, and I beat my little sister at Mario Kart. Fuck. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Cody Abe, thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, a lot of disturbing shit in there. I'm just going <laughs> to unpack that and uh, hope that none of it's real. We're going to hope that uh, comedy is not about truth for you. Anyway, I just want to mention uh, that we are able to keep this program going because of the very generous donations that you all make uh, each time that you come up here and you do a set because... It's a community organization. We're all part of the community. And uh, Pam's been very nice to allow us to come here and do this. Uh, not just tonight, but there's also Joke Workshop on Monday. And then uh, Watch and Learn on Saturday. And do you still have any openings for podcast? There's, there's actually a, a, new, a new open mic starting um, the 5th of May on St. Joseph's Island. Um, it's going to be four to six feet. It's going to be every Sunday. So we're going to have Saturday and Sunday, four to six, and Monday and Friday, six to Okay, because none of you listening could hear that. Saturday and Sunday, 4 to 6, and uh, Monday and Friday, 6 to 8. Open mics, yeah. Open mics baby. Yeah. Get up. Yeah. Pour your heart out. Just not just not you, Cody. Just don't pour your heart out, all right? I don't want to know what's in there. It scares me. All right, let's welcome up your next comic. Uh, also relatively new to the room. We got a lot of new and fresh talent. Let's welcome Jack Ferguson. Jack Ferguson. Um, I was in New York a couple weeks ago, and uh, something that's apparently pretty common happened to me. Uh, I was on the subway, and a mariachi band came on and started playing for money. And I just want to know, like, who told mariachi bands that New York is, like, a hotbed for that kind of music, you know? Because I'm pretty sure the only place that they like that type of music is the countries that those people immigrated from, you know? All right, never mind. <laughs> I was watching a, a hype video uh, for uh, one of those hype videos on YouTube for ISIS. And uh, the guy was saying that if you die a martyr for ISIS, you get 72 virgins in heaven. And uh, I just want to know, like, is that all? Because if that's all, then pretty quickly you're going to have 72 hungry virgins. And uh, that situation is going to turn desperate pretty quickly. You're going to have to eat one of those virgins. And I'm pretty sure none of the other virgins are going to want to have sex with you after they see that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, oh, I like sports. I'm a big sports fan. And, uh, but I have some ideas for sports that I think could make them more entertaining. Like, I think in the UFC, uh, at least one of the fighters on every card should be a guy who's not a professional fighter. He just talks a lot of shit at bars. Just sort of test his, you know, his ego. Uh, I think in crew, in rowing, one member of every crew should be a pirate who doesn't know it's a rowing competition and is actively trying to board the other boats. Um, last one, I think, uh, I think in water polo, 
each team should be given a seal that they can train and release into the water at any point in time. And uh, obviously a seal would be way better at water polo than a human being. So at that point, most of the game I think would become about just sort of containing the seal on the other team. I think strategies would probably develop around it. Like, uh, like you'd have one, maybe you designate one player sort of like the seal catcher, like in Quidditch, there's the seeker, except instead of a golden snitch, it's like an animal with, with teeth. Um, yep, that's it. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna like this transition. We cremated my grandma a week ago, and uh, we took her to the beach in her will. She said she wanted her ashes spread on the beach. So we did that, and uh, I stayed a little bit longer than everyone else and uh, just sort of watched, and I saw there was another family that came after my family, and uh, the family had a bunch of little kids, and they went out onto the beach, and one of those kids started making a sandcastle out of my grandma. And <laughs> I was going to tell the kid, but I just thought, you know, maybe that's what she would have wanted. Um, there was a pretty good moment. The kid, like, there's a classic dad moment where... You know, sometimes dads just pretend to know things that they don't really know. And the kid was like, hey, hey, dad, like, why is this sand grayer than the other sand? And he was like, don't worry, son, it's just coral. It's just nature. Um, all right, I'll take that part out. <laughs> uh, what else? Hold on one sec. Uh, I don't understand why we have hair in our assholes. That seems like the one part of our body that doesn't need to be any warmer. Um, <laughs> You know, it's like if God said, all right, this is the part of your body that's going to expel the stuff that your body doesn't need anymore, but I'm also going to put an extremely absorbent patch of hair right there just to retain a little bit of that stuff, you know? Um, how close am I? Is it, is it shameful if I get off stage, 120? Uh, gosh. Isn't Kelly great, guys? It's great, yeah. Uh, that's just, I'm just uh, trying to, uh, oh, uh, I, uh, basketball, I talked about sports before. I, uh, I think my favorite play in basketball is the free throw. I think that's the most exciting play in all of sports. Uh, not because of the, uh, the actual action on the court, but because of what the fans will do during the free throw to try and get the player to miss. I think that's the only time really in all of life where someone has to do a highly skilled action and people are allowed to heckle them while it's happening. Like if a heart surgeon was doing double bypass surgery and there was just a drunk guy with two inflatable rubber tubes smacking them together trying to get him to fuck up during it, uh, that would be weird, wouldn't it? <laughs> All right, thanks guys. Yeah, Jack Ferguson, great job, man. Yeah, uh, it would be weird uh, to have spectators with heart. If, if heart surgery was like football, wouldn't be worried about all the brain damage. Would that is that what it takes? Like, just make each football player responsible for a baby. You know, it's like then we're like, ah, I don't know, something that's on the line, right? A life, you know, and then maybe we'll stop letting them send them to an early grave. Anyway, that got really dark. I'm sorry. I just I grew up in Texas. You see a lot of brain damage. It's the reason why we are like the way we are. You know, it's just, if, you, if you've ever been to Texas, you understand why people are so loud there because a lot of head trauma, just, uh, just a ton. Football is very popular there. Anyway, that's the point. Uh, is our next comic ready? Oh, I was trying to Up and ready? You see how Instagram runs all of our 
Instagram does ruin our life. That's just what I say because I'm not very good at posting on Instagram. I'm like, I'm just jealous. It's like, God, you're so fucking creative. <sighs> All right. Anyway, we're old. We can't figure out Instagram. I think that's the moral of the story, Pam. All right, let's welcome up uh, the lovely person who puts this room together, keeps this going, keeps the lights on, puts paper towels in the bathroom periodically. We got some. Enjoy them while you can, folks. Pam Benjamin. Towels in the bathroom. Uh, we can ride it. That it was really exciting. I just finished my taxes. Oh my god, you guys! Did you all do your taxes? I did my taxes. Yay! Everything was okay this year. My accountant last year. Last year I had to pay fifteen hundred dollars for Mutiny Radio, which is insane because I only make twelve thousand dollars a year. But I have no idea how to run a business. Ha <laughs> So I didn't know about emptying your bank account at the end of the year. Anyway, she tells me. You need to learn how to lie. And I was like, that's why are you, I am all about integrity. And she's like, no, you own a business, you dummy. Uh, and like, duh, like, this, wow. And then I just did what she said, which is all legal, and everything's fine. <laughs> Yay! I actually got $75 back this year. So thank you, government weirdos, for providing Mutiny Radio a place to be. I don't understand the government. I don't know what's happening in the world. I'm so confused. Matthew Quirk was here talking about the abortion shit, and I was like, I don't want to think about it anymore, but we're going to talk about it. So there's, like, problems with people having abortions, and I'm like, wow, I just don't get it. I've been living in my body for 44 years, and no one wants me to have a baby. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no reason for this to... I am. I like to drink alcohol all as much as possible. When I nanny, I don't drink. So some days, tomorrow I can't drink because I have to babysit at 5, and I'm a responsible adult. So I'm drinking tonight. Yay! But I love drinking, and I have this problem. Like, if you make me have a baby, America, hey, America, let's make Pam Benjamin have a baby. That's a terrible idea, because I'm going to need some new tools to drill some holes in my boyfriend's trunk so the baby can breathe in the car while we're hanging out in the bar. <laughs> I'm the nanny. I can't afford a nanny. I'm putting the baby in a trunk with a sleeping bag. It's very safe. It can breathe. It's not going to die. Infant, I mean, what is that thing where they're like infant death syndrome? It's a thing. They just die for no reason. That might happen in my trunk. I'm sorry, America. I didn't want to have the baby, right? It's four years old. It still has to wear one of those like backpacks so it won't run into traffic. My mommy doesn't love me. Like She didn't want to have me. I've ruined her life. Like, oh, did I say that out loud? Yeah, I did, because I'm drinking right now as I'm like holding on to the leash. Get back here, you dumb fuck. I don't get any I don't get any money if you die. What I can't get life insurance on a child. And then it turns seven and it's in like first grade for the third time, and the teacher says <laughs> I'm at like one of those parent-teacher conferences and they're like, um, your child said that you love alcohol more than it. And I'm like, this is a sippy cup filled with vodka, you dumb bitch. I didn't want this kid. Years go by, it turns 12, it starts doing ketamine, and I'm like, who is your dealer? <laughs> like, I can take you to Burning Man. We can become friends. Like, let's get to know each other. We're really bond. It's going to be awesome. And then at 15, it tells me, oh, just the cutest 
just the most darling. You know, it tells me, if you do cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them. (laughs) What? Yes, from the mouths of babes, genius. And it's 17 years, it finally dies. Ah, of this crazy like speedball thing, cocaine and heroin to the vein, 17 years. That is the latest late-term abortion I could ever have. It's a 17-year late-term abortion. It was you, America, that made me put it through rehab four times. It was your choice, not mine. I didn't want the kid. I didn't want the baby. But please, make me have a baby, America. That sounds awesome. That's good. Don't worry. You guys are all worried. I have an IUD. It's okay. I have a copper pool sweeper in my uterus. It's like, I think that it keeps out all the dead babies. That's what pool sweepers are for, right? Keeps out all the dead babies. I'm actually, I'm actually having my period right now, which is awful, because it's like I'm gonna cry for no reason. It and it's actually it's so easy to cry because you just watch movies on Netflix and they're bringing back all the movies from the 80s and 90s, and I'm like the misogyny and homophobia was so rampant. Ah, Julianne Moore, what were you doing in the movie Evolution? Ah, sorry, I watched that this morning. She just kept falling down, but she was so smart, and all she wanted to do was suck his dick. Ah, it's like ah, that was 2001, and we're like oh, it's been 18 years feminism has moved so far <laughs> nothing has changed there's still like this period has hurt so badly and I'm like why why and it's because the entire Supreme Court is still inside my uterus it's like they're in there and there's so many of them and they have large robes benches it hurts it's hard I'm sorry you guys I don't want to be a feminist. I don't want to do it. But it's the only word like I can call myself, right? Like, what am I calling myself? I'm a female. I'm a person. I'm a human. We are all people. No, it's not spelled like that, but boys have a peephole and girls have a vagina. I have to call myself a feminist because it's the only word without the word men in it. literally spelled with an I. Wow, everyone has to go through the T9. No, put it into your phones because no one knows how to spell anymore. Ha ha ha. I know how to read. I'm a witch. Ah! Okay, thank you so much. I've been Pam Andrew. Kelly Evans, yay. Yes. Let's give it up for Mother of the Year, Pam Benjamin. Yes. I'm sorry, I'm going to check that one more time. You're new to the room, right? Are you, is this your first time you've been here? I'm actually, this is my first time on Fridays. To be honest, since I've never been here on Fridays, I'm usually a Saturday night kind of guy because I don't have a life. I don't have anything to do on Saturdays uh, except for this. So uh, that just ended up being sad. Okay, we're going <laughs> to... Not funny. Anyway, let's welcome up to the stage Rachel Pinson. Good evening, Mutant Radio. Hello, everyone. So we all struggle with body image. It's something that we all have to go through. Me, personally, I am not skinny enough to be conventionally hot, but I'm not fat enough to be fetishized for how fat I am. Like, I can't do BBW porn yet. Uh, I just constantly get mistaken for being pregnant. Does that ever happen to you? Yeah, super relatable. 
But it's 2019 and we're into body positivity now, right? So instead of feeling negative about my body or dieting and exercising, I decided I could use this to my advantage, you know? Now, when I see the BART coming and it's full of people, I just kind of like put my hand over my belly button and waddle on there, my face like I'm holding a fart. Maybe someone will notice. Man, would you like to sit down? Oh, yes, thank you. I would like to sit down. Priority seating? This is so, you have this cane and everything. Then they'll ask me questions like, well, how far along are you? Oh, yeah, uh, two more stops, actually. Oh, you mean my belly. Oh, uh, 27 years? Yeah, uh, so... <coughs> I am from the Midwest. I'm from Ohio. The guy, the other guy that was from Ohio left, which is good because I'm trying to quit smoking cigarettes, and he's a drug pusher. Uh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, I grew up with lesbian parents in the Midwest, and when I'm there, and uh, uh, growing up, people would ask me questions like, "Lesbian moms? Like, was that was that rough? Was it weird?" Like, no, it wasn't weird, like, until you asked me that question. Like, no, it wasn't weird. But here in the Bay Area, I get a different response. People are like, oh, lesbian parents. Oh, in the Midwest? Was that weird? Like, yeah, actually, it was weird. Um, we didn't have an ocean. We just had a lake we can set on fire. So that's pretty fucking weird. Uh, so... I am starting to think about dick pics the same way I think about whenever a cat brings me a dead animal, you know? Because from this cat's perspective, the cat really, really appreciates me and it really loves me and wants to give me something it really loves to show its appreciation, you know? And, uh,. Uh, maybe if my cat brings me a dead animal, I'll do something like th to show its appreciation. Like maybe someday I'll bring it a dead animal. And uh, that's the same thing that's going through, I think, I'm not a guy, uh, <laughs> the same thing that's going through these guys' heads when they send me dick pics, right? They're like, oh, I really appreciate you. Uh, I want to give you something I really, really love. I really, really love my dick. I was thinking maybe if I show you a picture of it, you'll uh, send me something that I like to show your appreciation for me, you know? And uh, like maybe I should send them a picture of my pussy because he is wonderful and brings you dead animals and I really, really love him. Um, so, <coughs> I spent a lot of time uh, hitchhiking across country uh, as a, like, uh, in my life, whatever. Uh, and sometimes I'll have conversations at bars. People give me, like, praise that I don't deserve. Like, wow, you're so brave. You would just get out there and do that? I'm like, really? I was just a bum. I was homeless. I had nothing better to do. But now, whenever people hit me up for change outside, I'm like, what? I look like I have money? Wow. <laughs> that never happens to me. But sometimes I get people who are concerned for me that have never met me, and they're like, wow. Oh my God, you just get in a car with a stranger, not knowing anything about them, not knowing if they're a rapist or a serial killer, or if you'll even make it to your destination? Like, that sounds crazy. Like, have you seen the dead Ted Bundy tapes? That's insane. Anyway, sweetie, I gotta go because my Uber's here. Uh, and that's what I got. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, Rachel Penson.
Thank you very much. Uh, what's the weirdest thing you've seen hitchhiking? All right, we're gonna th- think about it. Think about it. We're gonna. I feel like this is a much more involved conversation. That's that's my bad. Um, all right, we're gonna keep it moving so we can keep finish this on time. Uh, your next comic, first time to see them, uh, Visak Nair. Did I pronounce that correctly? Did I? Vishak. I'm sorry. All right, Vishak Nair. Uh, hey guys. Um, speaking of taxes, I haven't done mine yet. Uh, I haven't filed my taxes yet. Uh, my parents always told me to live life on the edge, so that's what I'm doing. Uh, speaking of my parents, um, um, high school was a tough time for me. Um, I had a tough time waking up in the morning. Uh, I would wake up at like 6.30 a.m. And the way my dad woke me up was he would fill up a mug with water and he would throw it on my face. And um, that was annoying. Uh, and as I woke up and I, I was like... I was going to take a shower, but okay. Uh, because turns out, um, so I learned this from my mom the other day. Uh, high school was a tough time for my family. Uh, you know, we were, they were trying to cut costs uh, at every corner. Uh, budget was tight. And so my dad throwing that mug of water on me in the morning was his way of making me not take a shower. Because water, you know. Um, and so he, uh, I would step into the bathroom and... Um, he was basically like, he would make sure that he was exercising right outside the bathroom door. And so he would just like lean against the door and like wait for the shower to turn on. And every time the shower did turn on, he would go like, no, God damn it, not again. Um, because he was trying to save money. That's the joke there. Um, and uh, <laughs> um, I came across these two bitches in Castro the other day. Uh, they were really, both of them were like really cute, uh, kind of talkative, but like really cute. Uh, and they were going at it, you know, like in the middle of the street. Uh, so I went up and like talked to them. Um, and the white one just, I mean, the brown one just started talking to me instantly. She was like feeling me up, you know, smothering me in the face. Uh, the white one, the white one didn't give me any attention. And it's the same thing with clubs, like white girls at the clubs, like they don't give you any attention, especially if you're brown. Um, and then I started petting them and then I think both of them responded pretty well. So the white one was a Samoyed and the brown one was a Labrador. So yeah, bitches, cause like female dogs versus like females. Uh, but yeah, the white handicap is real. Um, um, and um, yeah, uh, so there's this app called Hinge, and it's great because like you can see the people that have liked you. Uh, I wish I hadn't learned of that because my list has been empty for like ten weeks. <laughs> uh, ig- <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, ignorance is bliss. Um, yeah, I don't know why that's the case because like I'm pretty good looking. Um, uh, at least I'd like to think so. My mom thinks I'm good looking. My grandma thinks I'm good looking. She's she's nearing the end. Uh, it's kind of sad actually, uh, because I'm not terribly fond of her, because uh, she didn't treat my mom too well. Because in India, there's this thing where like the mother-in-law hates the daughter-in-law, uh, because the daughter-in-law, my mom. So in India, you have this thing called dowry, which is uh, the daughter-in-law has to pay 
the husband's family a lot of money to get into their family because the idea is women don't bring anything into the family this was 20 years back that's not the case right now but like <laughs> that's, that's not the joke anyway this is derailing insanely uh and then uh <laughs> another thing i want to talk about is um so kobe talked about that's your name right cody 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 abe yeah you talked about rape right and like the moment <laughs> no no the mo- no you didn't that's the thing that's the thing you no you didn't talk about rape yeah you talked about laugh rape and i was talking about food porn the other day but as soon as you use these words people conflate the thing you're talking about for the second word so laugh rape rape food porn porn i mean i mean i like groping things uh but like people take it the wrong way like at the safe way when i'm looking for like the lightly salted lays i grope the bags of chips to figure out which one has the least amount of air in it so i like groping things grope is a nice word it makes sense <laughs> but not in this case um so yeah i did the samoyed joke what else do i have um um and the last thing i want to talk about is um uh this whole idea where like you're walking on the street and um you're not trying to follow this girl but she thinks you're following her uh and then she and then she starts looking back and that's when i think maybe she wants me to go up and talk to her so then i start walking a little rapidly and then she starts sprinting and then i'm like why are you asking for help uh <laughs> if you keep sprinting how am i going to come and help you with your love life that's the joke there uh maybe that explains why i'm still single uh that's about it guys thanks guys bishak nair that good yeah awesome fuck yeah uh yeah you know you're single cuz you're just not fast enough yet you know you just I was in track. I can show you the way, man. Get you sprinting in no time, all right? It's really about the long distance because you, you can outlast them, you know? Anyway, too far. Probably way too far. Anyway, uh, I actually can't remember. I can't read the last name. It's Paul Choi. Choi? Paul Choi. Thank you very much. Handwriting was a little off. Welcome up, Paul Choi, please. All right, let's uh, give it up for the host. This is actually uh, my first mic in San Francisco. I just flew in from New York City. I live there right now, taking a break from my mariachi band. <laughs> Responsibilities, we are killing it out there. Um, so I was uh, on the train and there's a Chinese girl across the way who was crying and there was a guy next to me who started nudging me and he said dude do something say something to her <laughs> so i looked around the train and i realized i was the only other asian and i was pissed <laughs> because how the fuck did this guy know that i can speak all languages <laughs> every single one of them uh so i spoke to her in chinese and i said uh nito pigu hunko ai which uh roughly translates to you have a fantastic ass <laughs> and it worked uh she stopped crying uh she walked up to me and she said sir first of all i'm not fucking chinese I'm not fucking chinese uh and secondly Thank you for the compliment. 
and then she stabbed me in the neck. Uh, last year, also, um, uh, a, a new phrase came out. It's called Big Dick Energy. Have you guys heard of this? All right, let's give it up for Big Dick Energy. Yes. Amazing. Uh, Guys, I love this word because it has nothing to do with the size of your dick. It has everything to do with the size of your confidence. Thank God, right? <laughs> um, because, uh, guys, when I was born, I was actually born in the Oakland Projects. And, uh, you know, a lot of people look down on our family. We're very poor. Also, like most men who look like me, I had an incredibly small dick. Mm -hmm. uh, giggle away, it's okay. Uh, because just in case, <laughs> that is not an Asian joke, that is just a baby joke. <laughs> Every guy here in this room had a small dick when they were born, except for maybe the host. Let's give it up for the host again. <laughs> All right, um, clap your hands if you guys like Korean food. Yeah. I actually just had Korean food before I came here. Uh, you know, California has some of the best Korean food in the world, in my opinion. Uh, but it's so fucking trendy now, it blows my mind. I actually grew up uh, most of my life in the Midwest, and my mom would spend hours making this food for me for lunch, and I used to get made fun of so much that I used to throw away my lunches every single day. Uh, these lunches are now worth $25 at your local Whole Foods market. Uh, so you can't win. Cannot win. Um, I'm also back on the dating apps. Um, just a little tip. Uh, just make yourself a, into a Latin man. So many hits. Amazing. Uh, but, uh, you know, a lot of profiles are super specific, right? Uh, one said, uh, this actual profile wrote, uh, we'll only date somebody who is manly and has sexy facial hair. Uh, first of all, this is very subjective. Like in 2019, what is sexy really? What is manly? And why the fuck can't I grow facial hair? <laughs> this is two months, guys. It's a lot of work. <laughs> Um, so I'm actually terrible at languages. Uh, my parents only really spoke to me in Korean when they were punishing me. Uh, so there are a few words that I do know very well. The first one is ya, bajibuso, which means take off your pants. Uh, the second word <laughs> is kuranja, which means get on your knees. The last one is ya, which means I'm gonna spank the shit out of you. So my sex life with Koreans, fantastic. Uh, had a lot of tough authority figures growing up. I uh, grew up playing football. Uh, one time I fucked up a play and a coach said, Choi, uh, do I need to say it to you in Chinese for you to understand it? And I said, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, please, uh, speak to me in fluent Chinese, coach. And the motherfucker spoke in fluent Chinese. Uh, apparently he was just trying to be helpful. Uh, I was a little fucked up because years later I found out what he said to me was, Paul, you have a fantastic ass. Take off your pants. All right, thank you guys so much. Paul Choi, yes, definitely some big dick energy. I feel like I have more, I feel like I have more of an above average dick energy, you know? 
I just I smoked weed earlier, so I'm feeling low. Another comic with some very above average dick energy. Let's bring up your headliner, Cole Chapman. Yes. Above average dick energy. I don't think that's gonna stick, dude. <laughs> That's like 16 syllables. <laughs> Above average, the, the normal mean of penis size is energy. Yeah, hell yeah. All right. <laughs> Teehee. Uh, I don't think you got to worry about Whole Foods stealing, stealing Korean food, man. Every time I try to eat ethnic food at Whole Foods, it's just like, all right, it's Whole Foods. You know, like this is... <laughs> What do I expect? Like, I, 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 I'm, I'm constantly surprised that their, like, ethnic food is just garbage. Like, I got chorizo from Whole Foods recently, and it was, like, garbage. And I was like, why am I surprised by this? You know, it's like, I've got, what did I expect out of Whole Foods? They're like, get our chorizo. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe they're going to nail this one. Jeff Bezos up there churning away. <laughs> maybe he's got it. I don't think so. Um, what do I want to talk about? Uh, some people were talking about... Um, stuff earlier why do you even why even try to combine it to we had a lot of we had a lot of weird sets tonight <laughs> just we should just address that you brought up very casually that you were watching isis recruitment videos and you <laughs> skated right past it like it's just a normal saturday night and i'm sitting there behind you like is anybody else putting this guy in a watch list or is it just me i'm sitting there fucking calling the fbi like yo bro i know the abc came down here and fucked it up once but <laughs> We need another three-letter acronym to come down here and settle this shit, because it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. It was very interesting. Um, so I'm, I'm understandably a little nervous. Uh, pardon me. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, so anyways, let's talk about um, generational differences, right? That's fun. Uh, so I, I get into arguments with my dad all the time about, uh, you know, he's, he's old. He's in his 70s. And he's one of those guys who's always like, you know, looks down on millennials. Like, you guys have it so easy, blah. Because like everything in the past is apparently like way cooler, but way harder. But that's better somehow. You know what I mean? It's like I had to walk uphill both ways in the snow every day. Every I paid my way through college using nickels only. You know, like you're like, what the fuck is this life? that you have but he, he like so his argument is like we're soft and we you know just had an easy upbringing but i'm like that's bullshit dude like and the only way i can convince him of this is via uh high school dances or just middle school dances anybody remember these you probably had a few horrific experiences at a high school dance yeah it's weird you know because i asked him about his like his first dance experience and he was like oh it was great it was like sixth grade i went down and asked my crush mary sue we went down to the park watched the sun go down went to the diner shared a malt for like a dime and then we went over to the dance we did all the dances we did the monkey we did the twist we did the the peggy sue we did the mashed potatoes we did the dirty bird we did the <laughs> it just like keeps going i'm just like what the fuck he's like yeah what was yours like i'm like <laughs> I'm like, well, uh, it was in the basement of a rec center. Uh, we did one dance. It was grinding. If you're unfamiliar with it, it's just sexual assault to a beat. Uh, <laughs> we did that for about the entire night. And if we were lucky, if we were lucky, we got one song by a glorious man named Soldier Boy who would come on and he would be like, everybody back away. You need a six foot radius for this dance. And everybody would fucking, yeah, we, uh, we'd have a great time for a minute and a half and then it was back to the grind fest <laughs> back to making this shitty chorizo we're like god damn it <laughs> he didn't he didn't have Lil John and all the east side boys command him to come repeatedly that's very uncomfortable 
while you're grinding with somebody who's like, by the way, don't get aroused by this. You're like, this is crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is, this is very unfair. This, the cards are stacked against us. Then again, I'm making the dude the victim here. That's not really the thing. I kind of felt bad because now I have a high school reunion coming up and I got to go back there and be like, hey, remember me? I'm that dude who rubbed my penis on your butt. <laughs> More than a few times. I didn't want to, but society dictated such. So <laughs> I got to reconcile that shit. What? Make a t-shirt? Yeah. <laughs> you may have touched my penis with your butt. <laughs> or vice versa. I don't really know. <laughs> this is a very confusing situation. <laughs> Everything's very confusing. I don't know. I like talking with my dad, though. Um, like, we're trying to get closer, you know. It's, a, it's difficult. You know, he's old, so we can't do the traditional shit of, like, catch. You know, he's going to, like, blow at his elbow on, like, a 15-yard out route. Like, that's... It's not worth it, you know what I mean? Like, it's not worth the bills. So we just stick to words, that's easier. Um, but problem is, like, he gives advice that's really good until it isn't, you know? So, like, the other day, I told him I was single, uh, and he goes, oh, cool, now that you're single, I think you should know that when it comes to the ladies, it's not about what they know about you, okay? It's what they think about you. I was like, that's really good advice, Dad. And then he said, women think you're gay. And I was like, well, it's good until that. Better? Can you hear me? Thank you very much. I'm like, why is she screaming at me? Uh, I didn't take my pants off yet. Anyway, um, usually that's what. Anyway, I'm gonna keep moving. Uh, middle school dances. You're like, you're a 12 year old, and you're like trying to grind. You know how bad you are at that. You're just like, you know how I feel so bad for those like teachers that had to monitor that. You're just like, God, this is the most horrible thing I've ever seen. Just a room full of 12-year-olds. Very bad. Don't know what they're doing. Actually, at my middle school, they did. They actually had to have the dances during the day because uh, they had them at night and they caught kids fucking. And there's like, <laughs> it's like, who fucks at 11? Jesus. I felt very unaccomplished. Anyway, all right, that's my, that's the time. Let's this is a, let's give a round of applause for this mic, shall we? For all your comics, a lot of great job for Pam Benjamin. And like I said earlier, if you have not given any money yet, please, uh, please drop a couple dollars. I'm about to do so myself. I actually have to get some change. So, uh, but yeah, thank you very much. Have a great night. And uh, if you're not doing anything, we're gonna have a showcase in about ten-ish minutes. So stick around.
on a raft without a patter. Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryan. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is Darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. For a burger, Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Yeah. 
Welcome. Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5. Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, punk rock and schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter-offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Bender's is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Bender's Bar and Grill. Hi, welcome to My Limited View. I am your host, Sergio Novoa. And I'm your co-host, Vanessa Wilkins. Join us every Tuesday from 12 to 2 